I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we talk about comic books. Uh, we're in uh, something that Gary has called Ladies Month, which I do not like. I don't like that term at all, but Gary did it, so now, we, <laughs> now we're stuck with it. Just sounds sounds bad. Um, but we're doing first appearances, um, and we're yeah. uh, looking at the Avengers Annual number 10 from 1981 with the first appearance of Rogue, who has uh, the coolest Rogue haircut, I think. I like yeah, this. I like and this it also uh, comes off pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and first appearance of a Columbia 10-speed racer. Yeah. They can win right on the cover. There are advertisements that are part of the cover for their flagship comic. Can you imagine how desperate they were yeah. for money? <laughs> this, uh, I love this cover. Uh, witness the Invincible Iron Man knocked out of action. I love it, dude. This is like, so good. Um, <laughs> just show him lying on his back. Iron Man is so funny in this comic. Iron Man is hysterical in this. They just literally like they use him as a bomb. They use him as like a rock. Yeah. Like it's just the <laughs> it is the best use of Iron Man that I've seen in a long, long time. Everybody honestly, this is just like Avengers get their ass kicked because that is all that happens in this 40 pages over and over and over again. Like they just continually get their ass asses And then kicked. emotionally do. They and, get physically <laughs> beaten up. And then Carol Danvers tells them that they fucking suck and she's right. And she's right. And Absolutely. Then the comic ends. Oh, um, man. Remember when we were doing uh, AVX, Rogue was like, I beat the Avengers once. There was that issue mm-hmm. of uh, Wolverine and the X-Men that had all the flashbacks to this. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool. I've never read this before. It was cool to actually read uh, what I was referencing. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this comic book a lot more than I thought it was, especially when I opened it up and was like, oh, it's 40 pages. Oh, <laughs> but it actually, it, yeah. it, it reads really quick. I think it's, it's, it's really fun. Like the art's good. Like I had a really good time reading this. Um, yeah, this is great. I also have uh, a Chris weird Claremont and Michael Golden. Yeah, I also have the, a weird uh, thing with the... Spider Woman where I just don't think she existed until the year two thousand. So like, I just <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it, I mean, part of it does feel like she was incepted. Like she's a, a big deal in this comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the comic loves her, and her outfit hasn't changed, which is real weird. Yeah, like this is exactly what Spider Woman has always looked like. Like I know there's a black costume Spider Woman, mm-hmm. but this looks you know the Spider Woman who. Uh, Clint Barton was fantasizing about in AVX is exactly the spider woman. Yep. Jessica you know? drew. Um, we start out real, real rare that a costume lasts that long. I agree. Yeah. Um, we start out in San Francisco where, uh, an, an anonymous woman has been thrown off of the golden gate bridge. Uh, and spider woman, uh, using her gliding powers is there to catch her. Um, but quickly becomes um, overwhelmed with the weight of Carol Danvers and goes right into the water uh, and manages to get out and bring this anonymous woman who it turns out is Carol Danvers to the hospital, which is where we find yes. her later. Did you notice the cameo appearance from baby Madeline Pryor? I did. <laughs> I I don't know when this is what the, what's happening here. I, I know. Madeline Pryor was a clone of Jean Grey, so maybe she had to grow up uh-huh. and stuff. But I don't really know what was happening with the X-Men at this time. I do you not know, either. So I, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, we could we could probably figure it out real quick. But yeah, I don't know why there was a baby Madeline Maddie Pryor <laughs> at all. Yeah, tiny Madeline Pryor is like, I'm Maddie Pryor. <laughs> I've been sick, but I'm better now. And the cop goes, so I see. Yeah. And then that's the end of that subplot. Yeah. <laughs> like... Oh, I typed in sure, baby yeah. Maddie, Maddie Pryor and it brought me to somebody's Twitter page. A social media specialist oh. at Princeton. That's not who I'm looking for, Maddie Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Spider-Woman's hanging around waiting uh, for the person she rescued uh, to get to come back. She doesn't recognize her. Mm-hmm. It's important. Like, you know, and they find out uh, this is Carol Danvers. Um, we find out that she was when she was thrown in the water, everything was taken. Her ID was taken. Her clothes were stripped of their labels. They wanted her to be a Jane Doe. Yeah. Uh, and she's in a coma. Uh, there's brain damage. They can't wake her up. Um, so Spider-Woman's like, I know somebody who can do it. The X-Men. Yeah. I'm going to call my buddy Charles Xavier. Um, so we jump over to uh, the X-Mansion, which has been recently destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I remember reading this comic uh, that, that this happens in, where um, Kitty and the demon, the demon stalks Kitty throughout the, the whole, and like destroys the entire place. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really, really good issue. So. Yeah, I, it's a, that was one of the ones, you know how sometimes you'll uh, read an homage or come across an homage to something and then get the original? Mm-hmm. There's like a, a 90s homage to that, which is Jubilee being stalked by Sabretooth. Yeah, I remember that. Through the mansion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a very famous 90s issue of the comic. And I read that and I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then uh, when I was online doing my you know early online stuff, so I was just like looking up, just putting X-Men into Yahoo search and just reading anything that popped up, uh, saw that it was an homage to that issue and then looked it up. Ah. It was real fun to, to go back and see that uh, the original. I, um, I did a quick search. Uh, this is not Madeline Pryor. This is just a different, okay. a different character named Maddie Pryor. Um, and it was apparently just a, a little joke by Chris Claremont who named both of these characters after uh, a British singer named Maddie Pryor with, a, with an I instead a of a Bad joke, Chris. Um, uh, <laughs> it says this was an in-joke by Chris Claremont and I really think they should put quotes around the in-joke part because <laughs> yeah, what's the joke? <laughs> I named a chick. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, the, uh, well, this, this character is Billie Eilish and this character is Billie Eilish but one of them is uh, the Goblin Queen. Yeah. You know. Um, so they were, the X-Men are repairing um, the danger room which has gotten all fucked up and there's like a lot of time spent about uh like plugging this thing in and it not working and it exploding and people being kind of just generally cranky about it and uh you know kitty has some guilt uh peter's like i've just been holding up this big thing since breakfast (laughs) uh and she's like oh man peter sounds mad at me uh it's all my fault with that stupid demon and uh Storm walks and goes true. Yep. <laughs> the first leg. I love it. Uh, but then she says, you know, uh, the school was wrecked, but the only, you know, that could be replaced. Uh, we love you and you survived. Uh, Storm and Kitty are, are good friends. Um, Professor Xavier says, like, I'll be there right away. Uh, they accidentally blow up the danger room thing they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also love this where Kitty probably gets knocked back and Professor Xavier mentally tells everyone, I've mentally examined her storm. She's unhurt. Oh, good. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Thank Thank you, Physician Xavier. You really appreciate that. I feel super comfortable with you just doing that whenever you want. Yeah, yeah. That seems super great. Yeah, excellent. So nothing really stopping you from doing that, huh? Like you kind of don't let us make anything out of that Magneto helmet. So uh, that's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Um. So Xavier shows up and he, he gets, shows up in Cal, uh, California and, uh, while the cop is talking about, you know, getting in touch with Denver, Danvers, uh, next of kin, Xavier starts talking to a uh, spider woman in her head Yes, and is like, it's not brain damage. Her brain's like just been erased. Yes. There's nothing there. And, um, he um, says that it's, um, the only thing that he can pick up is a residual image and it's of our, uh, our favorite character, Rogue, who looks much different. Yeah. Um, and then we jump into chapter two, uh, which is Captain America getting his ass kicked. Yep. Captain America gets thrown through a wall. 
uh, by Rogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rogue is here. This is uh, her kind of uh, jerkin, you know, outfit. Yeah. But then uh, the biggest difference is the short uh, pushed back hair. Mm-hmm. You think this is slick back? This is pushed back. Um, and uh, sinister smile. Yeah. Because remember, Rogue used to be a villainess. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she knocks him out, grabs him by the wings, and kisses him, absorbing all of his powers. Um, yep. It's uh, and re- go ahead. references that she got Miss Marvel's powers permanently. Yes. Like this is part of rogue lore. We all know this. Uh, I don't know if that happened in a comic or whether that just had like Carol Danvers just fell out of the sky and her, the, her stealing the power happened off screen. Maybe so. it's a big deal. Yeah. To both those characters. I think it's, I think it was all like history and then they, they, they eventually like did a comic book on it. I feel like, hmm. um, yeah, but you know, Carol Danvers is like probably one of the most maligned women in, in all of comic books, just for the shit that they make her that that, that Chris Claremont has put her through. <laughs> like it's it's not good, yeah. fam. <laughs> As we're going to learn yeah, it, a lot about in this issue, it's it's rough. Even though, again, I love that scene. Yeah, like it's it's mm-hmm. very good. Uh, it feels very modern. Uh, this is back when Rogue used to kiss people to get their powers. That was her thing for a long time. Yeah, which is is they they got rid of that, which is good because it's development. But it made tons of sense. Like she can't touch anybody uh, without doing this. Mm-hmm. So when she does it, she's very pent up. Yeah. You know? uh, so she does it in kind of a vixen way. I like it. Um, Me too. So we we go from there to the Avengers Mansion, where there's supposed to be an Avengers meeting. Uh, Jarvis is handing out tea and cakes. Uh, Beast tells Wanda to go easy on the cake or else she'll get fat, which doesn't feel appropriate. Um, nope. This is I also-, also love Jarvis offering Vision a cake and Vision being like, nothing for me, Jarvis. My synthesoid form requires no organic sustenance. <laughs> it's like, Jarvis at this point has to know this. Do you think he just offers him a cake to like... Just to fuck with him a little him? bit? Yeah, because he knows it. Like, you know, no. Jarvis is like, I kind of think that you were created to replace me. So I <laughs> just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and now there's a second robot butler who lives here. <laughs> now we got a Jocasta running around. I, I, the worst costume up until uh, Danger. Dude, I... Jocasta is in like the background panel of like so much of this comic book. And every once in a while, like they name check her. And I'm like, who the fuck is Jocasta? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she's... She's a clone of the the wasp in an android body. Dope. I want to say, yeah. Uh, I don't know a whole lot of Jocasta lore. I know she came back in Avengers Academy, but like, I just, I can't look at Jocasta. I think it's a really bad design. Yeah, same. So, um, I don't like. I don't like robots with tits. Uh, they they also. This is the first example of them doing this thing where they called Scarlet Witch anything but Wanda or Scarlet Witch. Um, yeah, which which <laughs> which would drive me absolutely crazy. Like Beastus refers to her as witch, which doesn't seem appropriate <laughs> at all. Um, and then, like at one point, they called her. Um, we'll have to see it when we get there. But it's like it was like some weird bastardization of her name with the same amount of syllables. I'm like, you're not even saving any time. Like you're just making fun yeah, of her. It's like was or something. Yeah, dude. Like I uh, don't understand yeah. it. Uh, I love they're like, man, Captain America's late. That's unlike him. And then he flies through the window. Yes, uh, it's real silly. Um, yeah. we, they call for help. They call Tony Stark because yep. they need Iron Man or Thor to do, do. to do anything. Um, yep. Iron Man had plans for this day, but it's like, oh, they wouldn't have, like I took the day off, but they wouldn't be calling me on my day off unless it was important. Um, which is not true. Like if you have your day off, yes. just, they would probably call him for literally anything. Um, but he's surprised when Janet Pym shows up and is like, Hey Tony, what's up? And then, uh, puts this like doodad on his armor, transforms into mystique. And now his armor is frozen and he can't move. Yeah. It turned, they turn off Iron Man. Yeah. 
why did no one else think of this? This is like the easiest thing that I've ever seen, man. Mystique just took down Iron Man. Like, no big deal. It's so good. Uh, they also, they're calling Thor, and they need Thor to turn into his alter ego at this point, Donald Blake, because he's a doctor, and they need somebody to help Captain America. And I just imagine Beast being like, I'm right fucking I'm, I'm here. I'm like literally in the room. Yeah. like yeah, this, is, this is before Beast, like Beast was like smart mm-hmm. in the X-Men. And he joined the Avengers to be like a goof off himbo. Yeah. For a while. <laughs> and then joined the X-Men again to be the smartest guy in the X-Men. The, the smartest guy in the universe, basically. Next to like Reed yeah. Richards. Like, I mean, like, I, it's so yeah. weird. His, his personality in the Avengers is so, I've never liked Beast being in the Avengers. Like, it's always bothered me. Even as a kid, I was like, I don't, I don't even want to. It doesn't make any sense. I don't even want to read yeah. those issues. 13 year old Jeremy says. <laughs> yeah, so, the, uh, so like Thor, uh, lands at this point uh you know back and he's gonna he's like i'm gonna turn back into my doctor form uh lame doctor uh lame physicians because he walks with a limp their words not mine uh and him turning into a human uh gives rogue the opportunity to smack him on the back of the head yes um she's very quickly tackled by uh jessica drew okay spider woman who um has <laughs> just <laughs> said she's made up like a really quick trip with a storm and the blackbird to get to the the, the east coast back from san francisco mm-hmm. um you know bro can't absorb any of jessica's powers because jessica has clothing on damn it's the it's the counter to rogue mm-hmm. being more, dressed more people should wear clothes yeah um you know dr blake was out of it quickly finds his staff or his cane or whatever turns back into thor just in time for rogue to absorb all of thor's power so now she's got miss marvel captain america and thor yeah uh and even though she can't hit jessica drew or absorb her powers now that she has thor powers uh she's invincible yeah uh, and she proceeds to body the uh the the avengers dude this this punch to to um fucking vision is so hilarious i mean he just it, it looks like he's smacking into the ground at 100 miles an hour it's fucking hysterical yeah, yeah she's like oh he's a synthesoid i can't absorb his powers i'll hold up thor for a second to distract him and then sock him in the face perfect <laughs> like and knocks him out uh wonder man shows up she also can't absorb wonder man's powers uh wonder man is made of energy mm-hmm. you know but that doesn't mean she can't throw wonder man because she's thor now yeah uh so she throws him into a dumpster she literally dumpsters him it literally dumpsters the guy it's very funny uh i i stand one queen and her name is rogue this is amazing yeah <laughs> she's great this is this is a good comic uh they uh there's a little bit of exposition between hawkeye and uh spider woman rogue jets mm-hmm. at this point she's like i can't take them out uh, I can't risk this. Um, Hawkeye and Spider Woman are like, "Why are you here?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm checking in on Carol Danvers, you know, Miss Marvel." We go to chapter three, uh, and we are in the the Avengers uh, science lab, and this blew my fucking mind. <laughs> this is so goddamn weird. This is and so... I was like, "Oh, this is just gonna be a non sequitur." And then they call it out at the end, which I'm very happy with. Uh, but man, were you surprised by this? I I, I knew about this. So, um, okay. I listened to a podcast talking about this one time, um, because I was like, I remember seeing like the title of the podcast or something. It was one of the explain the X-Men podcast. Um, and they were talking about this and they did like a deep dive into the history and they were like, this is 
and I think like the tease was like this is so unimaginably fucked up like you you don't even know um and this is like really only deals with half of it because there's the whole thing like when her personality starts coming back and she has like dual personalities and it, like it's awful the stuff that they did to Carol Danvers uh so yeah I knew about this and was still like kind of taken aback that the Avengers are just very bluntly like yeah she had a baby and like two hours and it grew to a man and then they fell in love and we just let them go off together <laughs> like what <laughs> they're explaining this to spider woman i want spider woman to be like oh wait 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 why <laughs> earth's mightiest heroes did that captain america signed off on this huh yeah yeah the guy who can't control what prison cyclops goes into is like yeah yeah that's sir yeah <laughs> Oh, that seems good. It seems fine. And later when they call him out for making jokes about it, like basically it's uh, Amortis, the, the son of Amortis, Amortis, who is also King the Conqueror, a different alternate reality version, got stuck in a dimension to get and fell in love with Carol Danvers in his head. To get to her, he impregnated her with a baby version of himself. Yep. Which she then carried to term after a couple of days mm-hmm. and then fell in love with. Yep. Uh, while they were fighting dinosaurs because the time stream broke. Yeah. What the fuck, man? That's that's all that Clint <laughs> wants to talk about. He's like, man, this, you know, I don't really know what was going on with Carol, but like we had to fight dinosaurs. This was weird. This is super weird. I don't know what's going on, guys. I got to take a nap. This and this Clint's sleepy. The, this all finishes with, oh, and then at the end of this, uh, we were all kind of surprised that Carol volunteered to go with him and like that maybe they lived happily ever after. We hope so. We never really bothered to check. <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck, man? Like not a phone call into, into planet limbo. Like what the hell? Check on your girl. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's pretty gross uh, at this point. Uh, they call up beast. Beast is actually being a doctor for the, the herd of enders because you know, Donald Blake's not available. He's the understudy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if we heard from Iron Man, no Iron Man has, has been out of commission. You know, Jocasta's um, there just creeping and, in the background, by the way. Just like one of these panels where she's just there and I don't know why. <laughs> like it's <hilarious>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she she calls out what's happening a lot during the next scene. Mm. Which I also don't get. Uh Spider Woman figures it out uh at this point. Like uh where they're where they're gonna go. They they're tracking uh Rogue, and they can do that because she has Cree energy signatures and she's heading towards Rikers Island, the uh supermax supervillain prison in uh, new york beast, universe beast calls spider woman dark angel in this scene everyone does the narrator does as well the, it's like dark the, the dark angel swoops and dives yeah dark angel spider woman in a red suit everyone's in love with spider woman <laughs> in this i guess so uh, um they are they're on the way to rikers uh and um we they're they have a rad ship <laughs> just in random this is, this is rogue yeah by the way yeah this is rogue um and they the way they're going to break into rikers is my favorite way Dude. to break into rikers which is to take the inanimate shell of iron man <laughs> with tony stark inside and throw it at the building from on high <laughs> and, and use him as a bullet use like, as a bullet <laughs> bombs away sugar happy landings and he's like this is infuriating and embarrassing, and embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, every Avengers, oh. every Avengers issue, it should be a running gag where they just humiliate Tony Stark every every single issue. They're so garbage in this issue. Yeah, it's so funny, like shitty, shitty Avengers. Uh, this is something that could have been accomplished by an anvil, um, or a post office box. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. 
or or a ten speed bike, like you could <laughs> or win a free ten speed bike. Hell yeah! yeah um, like th- this could be accomplished by anything, but they decided to use an Iron Man. I love it, dude, uh, and it bites them in the ass too. It's very funny and it's worth it. It's absolutely the wrong move. Oh yeah, like they should have thrown him into the water and drowned him or something. You know, they didn't do uh, that. They did that, Gary. Um, no. We're also introduced to Destiny, um, who is a character that's often associated with uh, Mystique. Um, yeah, Mystique's wife. Mystique's wife, like basically, uh, and is um, can see the future, like can see probabilities of the future more more or less. Um, so can kind of predict what's going to happen. Uh, Iron Man falls into the prison, uh, and the Brotherhood of Mutants is there. I think Blob is naked, which is terrifying. Um, Initially, we got naked. We got nude Blob. Yeah, I like that Blob. Computer show me nude Blob. I like. <laughs> Alexa <laughs> um, <laughs> Amazon's like I'm sorry we're not we're not gonna do that for you right now yeah. uh, not allowed I like that nude blob is muscly I don't yeah I, I, I like that he's like like he's not he's not like shredded obviously but like he's just got like a bunch of bulk but it's not like fat I don't know why like I just I just like this I like this appearance of him for some reason I feel like this comic uh, respects blob Sure. Like he holds his own pretty well against the Avengers, yeah. and sometimes he's used as like a shitty joke. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, they also uh, this free... is the, this is a jailbreak. This is the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yep. They free Pyro and Avalanche, um, and uh, they all get their costumes on, um, and they are, they are reunited with Rogue just in time for the Avengers to show up and for Wonder Man to spread his legs and say, "Avengers assemble." <laughs> Yep, I don't he gets know. to say it when Captain America's sick. I uh, I don't know why. Like every time, every pose that Wonder Man is is his 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 heels are as far apart as his body will allow them to be, and it just really cracks me up. Man loves the splits. Gotta love the splits, my dude. You know, no. Yeah. Um, uh, so th- this it's kind of cool to watch this fight. Like you don't usually see the Avengers just fight straight up X Men villains. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Pyro makes a, a, a giant bird, which is cool. Um. Mm-hmm. Mystique goes in to take care of Iron Man because they brought him to the party, so now they have to go take care of him. <laughs> yeah, Destiny is like if they wake up Iron Man, we're fucked. Yeah, you know, go stop that. Uh, I like how Destiny. This is the most I've seen her participate in combat. Mm-hmm. Um, other comics I've read with Destiny, she tends to just kind of like go hide under something. Yeah, but here she's like saying like, "Hey, you know, duck at this exact time, change your fire into this exact time, you know, to use the the power of predicting the future to help out the team." Uh, very good. Very yep. cool. Very cool. I like her kind of directing everything that the Brotherhood does. And honestly, like, it's the most successful I think I've ever seen the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants be. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe they should do this all the time instead of letting her go hide, you know? Yeah. Uh, the Blob knocks Wonder Man across the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so out of, out of the fight, uh, basically. Scarlet Witch gets knocked out. Uh, there's a, there's a, you know, talking about Jocasta just kind of being there. You know, uh, Vision's like, oh, Wonder Man's out of it. And Jocasta goes, and the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Thanks. Like, just not really doing anything. <laughs> Thanks, Jocasta. Yeah. You want to go fight something? Thanks, like, you want to go shoot a beam anywhere? That would be yeah. nice. Here's the part where they won't call Scarlet Witch. Uh, Hawkeye calls her 1D. 1D. That's what I was looking for. Thank 1D's you. 1D's out. The witch is pretty woozy. <laughs> oh, 1D's got to be Wonder Man. Okay, that makes more sense, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the witch. But the, yeah, the witch is, the witch is, it's not Wandy. One D. Uh, what a terrible word that is. It just doesn't feel good in your mouth when take, you say it. And then Beast's like, take heart, Hawk. Like, use each other's whole fucking names. Yeah, or your first names. Either I, one. I don't care. Yeah. 
Um, you know, or you you know we're talking to him. Uh, Beast of the Sweet, he says Kawabanga Sweetums. That's I mean, the, and it's like an old form of Kawabanga. Classic beach beast catchphrase, my man. Yeah, Kawabanga, uh, ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> we um, really needed a Bart Simpson pass on this. I mean, just we needed someone to come in and reclaim the Kawabanga, and we and we got it. Thank thank God. Yeah, thank you, Bart. Um, yeah, the uh, so Beast kind of jumps through the air. We think he's attacking Blob, but he's just using Blob as like a, a ramp to hit Pyro. And he's real uh, goofball. Mm-hmm. This is shitty Avengers Beast, so he just makes jokes all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lands somewhere, uh, and Destiny's like, do you play chess, mutant? And he's like, of course I do. He's like, well, you understand you sacrifice a pawn for a better piece. He's like, of course I get that. Whoa. Uh-huh. And then a, a building falls on him. Uh Again, the Avengers getting dumpstered. He speaks uh, uh, French right. in that section. He's like natural mall. And it and I, yeah. I I don't know if this is just an, I've never seen Mademoiselle abbreviated mom cell before. <laughs> I don't know what good they're <laughs> doing. Cell. I would just imagine being French and like really getting angry at this panel. <laughs> He's also doing the uh, Wonder Man thing of trying to put his feet as far apart as he can. Oh yeah, lots of spread legs on the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. On dudes. Yeah. You know? It's refreshing. Um Vision shows up and does his move. Uh, this is where the second comic where Destiny's like, he's going to try to stop you by putting his hand in you and then slowly ramping up the density. Uh, everyone knows this guy's exact and only move. <laughs> They're like, are you using your powers to see that? And she's like, no, I'm just using basic. I just watched a video. I a fucking comic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> and because Blob is so badass, it, uh, it hurts him, but it doesn't kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just stands there long enough with Vision in his hand there for Rogue to come up and, you know, dumpster Vision again. Yep. Lock him out. Um, meanwhile, uh, Hawkeye says, oh, I have an arrow that can help in this situation. Um, and manages to shoot the arrow, which blinds uh, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, but not before Avalanche uh, uses his powers to basically dumpster Hawkeye, um, which is good. Yeah. Once you start saying using dumpster as a verb, it's really hard to stop. Uh, dude, I'm I'm really into it. Like I'm going to probably use it tonight because yeah. we're going to watch some Top Chef tonight. I'm really hoping somebody gets dumpstered. So, dude, somebody's 100. percent They're going to dumpster somebody at the end of every round. Every single episode, man, it's great. Yeah. Uh, so uh, at this point, everyone's kind of fucked, and Destiny's like, "Hey, if you're still okay, Rogue, go help Mystique." Yeah. Because if Mystique loses, we're all lost. Our entire plan hinged on this. It was kind of a mistake. Yeah. Uh. We go over where uh, Iron Man, the the human bullet, is just stuck in his shell on top of the generator. And uh, Spider-Woman shows up. She does not know him. She's like, hey, I'm a friend. You know, uh, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, my armor and my ego is messed up. You know, but I'm all right. I'm just frozen. This sucks. Uh, when Nick Fury walks in, um, you know, trying to warn. And Nick Fury is friends with Spider-Woman. Yes. And says, hey, be careful. Uh, but Iron Man whispers, he's like, no, 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 Mystique's a shapeshifter. Yeah. Like, that's not Nick Fury. He's at a UN conference. And then sure enough, uh, Mystique pops out of the Nick Fury body. Um, and just, she says that she's firing this M16 on full automatic, <laughs> which yep. I don't know. I just think that's really funny for some reason. I don't, I don't know why. Like she's just, she just has an M16. <laughs> yeah. She just grabbed a, a, this big uh, machine gun. She also can't hit spider woman because this comic is really selling us on spider. Yeah. Yeah. She's too agile. Like she's dodging full auto bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? and she blasts it back with the, uh, with her venom blast, but it doesn't really do anything. Um, and she, she somehow missed basically. Uh, yeah. but the upshot of all of this is that Iron Man is now free 
and can go punch Rogue in the face. Yeah, trying to show up. Uh, Rogue feels it. Her powers are wearing off, mm-hmm. you know, so, so that's no good. Um, this, the vendor's just sucking, continues. Uh, the rest of them are there. They're going to fight. And Scarlet Witch kind of goes, you know, apeshit a little bit mm-hmm. and opens up the ground doing this gas main explosion. Um, I love the timing of this. Like the next few pages have very funny p- timing. So we go away from that where Rogue is fighting uh, Spider Woman and uh, Iron Man and Mystique gets away in their jet and just says like, hey, Rogue, come with me. You know, and they're like, oh, can we sacrifice our people? And it's like, we can do more good for them if we're out. Let's get out. Yep. Uh, this thing called a convert a plane. Um, so they, they escape mm-hmm. uh, at this point. Uh, and then we cut back to what's been going on with Scarlet Witch is that her and Pyro have made this gigantic firestone demon. This, this fucking rules, dude. When I, when I saw this page, yeah. I turned the page and I was like, <laughs> what in the fuck is going on? This is great. Like, I love this. I, I love that superheroes didn't care about responsibility until like 2012. <laughs> You know, <laughs> just like, I don't know. I'm going to make a big fire. I don't, I'm not going to think about it. Yeah. I'm just going to, and hope. then I'm going to turn into a gigantic demon thing. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what Who you cares? say, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm just here for the, for the, for the party. Um, yeah, this is so good. Like she's you just know? holding her hands out and doing some magic on some fire and it just turns into, uh, like this living, they say that like this living fire creature turns into unliving stone, um, which is what allows Iron Man to come and, ex- and explode it, presumably sending just shrapnel of, molten hot stone across whatever courtyard they are in like into all of the surrounding buildings right yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i love it and then the timing again the the timing this being very funny so he knocks everybody out uh hawkeye just hits uh pyro in the head with a a bonk arrow perfect knock him out which like why did you try that before Mm -hmm. uh and then wonder man shows up and he's carried this gigantic uh silo of water uh, all the way from wherever he's like, you guys won't be needing my help against Pyro, will you? Uh, just too late to the party. Uh, very good. Uh, Beast makes a Wizard of Oz joke, which doesn't land for me at all. Sorry, Beast. Try again. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. You're going to have to do better, buddy. <clears throat> um, everybody, they've gotten their up. They, they've decided, the Avengers have decided to win yes. uh, at this point. You know, um, the blob steps on vision, but vision turns intangible and zaps him with his eye rays. He didn't do his one move. And then the vision and Jocasta, Jocasta gets to be a turret in this. Uh, they fire at the ground under the blob, create a little pit, which then the Scarlet Witch turns the monster thing into dust, which then Wonder Man pours water on. Yeah. Uh, to uh, make, you know, kind of drown the blob who yells blorf. Uh, in big letters. Yes, they have yeah. invented concrete. Congratulations, Avengers. Yep. We're, we're just going to usher you right to the Oval Office so the president can give you your medal for inventing concrete. Congratulations. For blorfing it up. For blorfing it up. Uh, vision strategy worked to perfection, and now it's time uh, to go back to the X-Men for uh, what I thought was going to be like, because I looked at this and I was like, oh, there's like five pages left. Um, we're going to do, like, the, yeah. the, all of the, the X-Men seem to be in... Um, bathing suits like this is just going to be like a everyone's going to be slapping each other on the back having a good time the day is saved kind of situation and it is a hundred percent not that i was really this was what surprised me about this issue more than anything it's real good uh so carol danvers is there recovering uh spider woman is being you know a solid friend and the avengers show up this is the first time they've seen carol you know uh they're like hey carol how are you and she uh she's like you know better than i expected 
Um, I don't, I'll never get my memories back, but Professor Xavier has basically given me back my personality. And I'm learning, uh, yeah, how I am uh, and who I am. And Hawkeye's like, you're looking good, which gross. Yeah. Uh, he's like, what happened to Marcus? You know, I figured we wouldn't see you two lovebirds again. Uh, and she starts, it starts getting like, there's a shade of darkness. He's like, uh, you know, I'm sure you didn't, you know, Marcus is dead. Uh, and the, the Avengers start saying like, I'm sorry, your boyfriend's dead, uh, which is exactly the wrong, mm-hmm. you know, is not what's being communicated. Um, here. and when she, she kind of breaks down a little bit here, um, and she starts crying and <laughs> Thor comes over and is like, Dude. be not ashamed of thy womanly tears, Carol. And she just slaps the shit out of Thor. And I, oh, this felt yes. good. This felt good. Yeah. And th- th- this is great. She's like, I didn't love him. Like I never loved him. You know, you fucking idiots. Do you, kn- do you know what happened? Uh, and, uh, the Avengers are going, whoa, 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 whoa. You said you loved him. And she basically says, you know, Hey, she I mean, not in as many words, like this is the Marvel universe. Like if somebody just falls in love with somebody, it seems real weird. Maybe there's mind control shit going on. It happens all the time. We live in an existence with purple men. The man drills about. You don't just take, if I say I love this person, you don't just go, ah, oh, it's her choice. Yeah. You know, and just let her go. If I'm acting dramatically different than I usually do, maybe there's something going on with that that we should all check out together. Like, just have a, just fucking, just notice. Just notice me, okay? It's it's great. So she she went off and she was in love with him, but he was this petulant little baby. Uh, when they win this other dimension, his anti-aging stuff happened and he aged into a skeleton. It's like really great art uh, there. And then his mind control wore off. So basically, I mean, this is an assault, right? Like this is, you know, yeah. uh, an assault on her autonomy. Uh, being mind controlled and doing something like this is a comic book equivalent of like a sex assault kind of thing. And there was probably sex assault happening. And this is even aside from her being forcibly pregged. Yeah from a different dimension. They, um, like, it's incredibly fucked up. I think they, I don't remember exactly where it is, but there's, when they're telling this story, I think when they're telling Spider-Woman about this, like Scarlet Witch's catcher is like, he put his, and it's in quotes, it's like his essence inside of her. And I'm like, you guys are just doing everything, Dude. but like, I mean, it, I, I know what an essence is in this context. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, this is horrifying. It's not good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, just the worst. Uh, and they're like, why didn't you call us? And I'm like, cause you guys are fucking awful. Yeah. Because I hated you, know? you because you betrayed me. Why would I call you? <clears throat> yeah. You, uh, you destroyed it. You, you ruined our trust. Mm-hmm. The, uh, here. And, uh, she's not wrong. You know, she's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, you know, I was pregnant by an, un- and she, she lays out, I was pregnant by an unknown source running through a nine month term, literally overnight, confused, terrified, shaken to the core of being a hero, a person and a woman. I turned to you help for help and what i got were jokes the wasps thought it was great the beast offered to play teddy bear uh your concerns were for the baby not for me uh and not the cost to me in that conception you know uh you took it all at face value uh horrible you know is your mistake and i paid the price my mistake was trusting you uh real good to, to watch the avengers get their comeuppance here yeah absolutely uh, you know um and um, and she goes she goes more like you know there there has to be more to being heroes and simply defeating villains you have a role a purpose far greater than yourselves and you have to set examples lead the way you represent what we should be not what we are sh- what we should be what we dream of becoming what not what we are um basically saying like you know it's fine if you punch dudes all the time but like that's not that you really there's a lot more to this gig um and i like this like i feel like all of the Avengers are shamed at this point as well. They should be because yeah, they just let her go with a fucking supervillain. Like what? Yeah. 
It's horrible. And and it, I I it's great. Like Wanda's like, I'm sorry. And they're, you know, great. Like she's crying. She's like, I know, you know, I'll be all right. And that kind of like, I know you're sorry, but it doesn't change anything. Yeah, that's absolutely is a very, you know, real uh thing. And the the issue ends with the Avengers uh leaving and being super fucking bummed out. Yep. Like imagine being in this in the Quinjet and just this this ride. You know? It's being the worst. Wanda thinking that uh, like, you know, Kara was my friend and I failed I failed her. And then Wanda like realizing like I didn't even realize that I could fail this bad. I didn't realize that I would be put in every single fail compilation on YouTube in twenty twenty two. Like I just didn't know that yeah. that would be um a mortis friend fails comp. <laughs> 2018 l plus ratio <laughs> plus wanda plus baby yeah. <laughs> um yeah and they're just like you know she's right like we fucked up you know hopefully we can learn from this uh and that's how the, the issue ends like this is when annuals were like important big comics not the weird like late 80s and 90s stuff when they're just side stories mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I could see this like you're reading Avengers at this point. Like, this is a big deal. This is a this huge is, like a lot deal. of emotional weight to this comic. I would actually be curious if it like like what happens in Avengers. Like, do they does any of this stuff get talked about again? Like in the immediate issues, or is it just back to punching like Centurion or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the since it's a, the annual is a separate series, I know that a year from then, uh, it looks like uh they deal with the follow up from this. Oh, interesting. Weirdly enough, like um. Oh, nope. That was a glitch. It was showing me an old comic a year from then. Uh, they battled the defenders yeah. along with a character named Nebulon. Nebulon. That sounds like a doctor who villain. Um, yep. No, uh, no good. Uh, boy, this guy looks great. This is a JM to Mattis comic. This is very different stuff. It's fucking weird. So who knows? <laughs> uh, but th- this, this comic was surprisingly good. This was a gr- this was great. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked Rogue just just walking fucking through the adventures like it was nothing. Um, I, I you know presumably they got Pyro right in Destiny. <laughs> like they they did a pretty okay yeah. job, but like Mystique and Rogue are still out there. Um, this was a great first appearance for Rogue. Like it's it's we've done I think like twelve of these now, and I think this is probably like the 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 first time I was like fuck yeah, this character rules. <laughs> like you just you just yeah. get it. Um, I guess Wolverine I, I was love, like he, that. I love Rogue. Yeah, Wolverine was a little bit like that. Like, yeah, I, I love I love Rogue. I love her arc. Like she's fun as a villain. I like her getting redeemed. I like her realizing she's kind of a leader. Like what a great character, you know. Uh. One one of the best X Men, undeniably. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, yeah. Just to let everybody uh, know, yeah. if you're listening to this mm-hmm. on the public feed, that we're going to change the format of the podcast. We've talked about it a couple of times, but uh, we're going back to one episode every two weeks. Obviously, it'll be a much longer episode. It'll just be basically like a two-hour sesh. Um, and we're going to after this group of comics, we're going right into the Dark Phoenix Saga. So, um, uh, Phoenix Saga, the Phoenix Saga. Uh, not the, yeah. not the Dark I, or I don't know which one is which. One of them ends with her being on trial on the moon. Yeah, which I think is the next one. Okay. This is the Hellfire Club. Okay, one. okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. Go, come with us on that journey. Uh, if you want to support us, patreon.com slash TV is the best place to do that. You can also leave reviews and ratings on various podcast services to make the robots like us. Tell your friends. Um, write me a personal letter. Put your perfume on it so I know that it's you. And uh, we'll be back mm-hmm. in a couple of days with more X-Men.